Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tori Dealing With, where each episode is short, sweet, and the perfect thing to enjoy in the morning, just like your coffee. Over the course of last week, I was watching a documentary called Generation Wealth by Lauren Greenfield. The film was so thought-provoking, I had to watch it a few times, and I even ended up taking notes. Yes, in my spare time, what really gets me going is watching docs and taking notes. But the truth is, I just really enjoy thinking about how we operate as a society, Humans are so interesting. The theme of generation wealth is studying when our cultural values shifted from being a classic, hardworking American family into being obsessed with wealth and status. It was hard not to be drawn into the film immediately when the opening quote reflected on the rise and demise of the Egyptian empire. Quote, the pyramids were built at the moment of precipitous Egyptian decline. And that's what always happens. Societies accrue their greatest wealth at the moment that they face death, end quote. This is an eerie thought. I mean, think about how much we produce, manufacture, and distribute around the world daily. The nature of our consumerism doesn't only affect our mental well-being, but it's also drastically changing our planet. In a sense, this episode can feel a little daunting, but the goal is to simply analyze our patterns, take responsibility, and see how we can do better. Because the truth is, we're all materialistic to an extent. Even if we're not saving up all our money to buy a Louis bag or a Lamborghini, plenty of us still want the best iPhone, or a camera, or an aesthetically pleasing house. So let's try to approach this information from a place of love instead of judgment. Let's start with the shift of the American dream. Well, it makes me reflect on my family's story. My great-grandparents were immigrants from Europe. My grandmother's side came from Italy and didn't speak any English when they arrived. On my father's side, one set of my great-grandparents were from Hungary, and they worked incredibly hard to make a comfortable life for the generations to come. By the time my parents were born, each generation accrued a little bit more wealth. My dad lived in a row house in Philadelphia with one bathroom and six siblings. Both my parents had a roof over their heads. They were able to receive public schooling education and pushed to make better lives for the future, just like the generations before. Although many of us have different origin stories, I'm sure some of you can relate to mine as it was pretty common. The United States drastically changed during the generation of my parents. People born in the 50s and 60s were exposed to a new type of economy that was flooded with money. Florian Holm explains this in the documentary. He says the origin of wealth starts with the U.S. government spending money way beyond its means. In 1971, America dropped the gold standard, so money in circulation was no longer backed by assets. This led to the abandonment of fiscal discipline. The Reagan 80s was a time period that gloated about wealth. There was so much money printed floating through the economy that people were spending it mad. He then goes on to say, success becomes its own perpetual vehicle. The more, the better. And just like that, we were addicted. So a brief background on Florian Holm. He's a former German investment banker and hedge fund manager who at one point had up to $800 million to his name. He did some shady stuff and got sentenced to 225 years in prison. And even though the charges were dropped, he's not off scot-free. He's living in exile currently in Germany on the FBI's most wanted list. This man was on top of the world at one point, had everything he wanted at his fingertips. But that chase for wealth inevitably left him with nothing. Now let's fast forward. Our generation today took that same mentality as in the 80s, but added an extra special tool to gloat about it all. Social media. Now we're not just witnessing what's happening through magazine outlets and TV. We are watching people we know post pictures with cars, bags, vacations, shoes, and anything else you can imagine. 
So that leaves us with the question, what happens to our society when our dreams have shifted from the values of hard work and a family to fame and fortune? Quote, capital, like any other resource, will cause utter social and economic havoc. End quote. By Florian Holm. Get the paper by any means necessary, even if it means commodifying your own body. Casey Jordan, who's also featured in the documentary, is a prime example of this. Casey Jordan is most known for being one of the women that Charlie Sheen paid $30,000 to party with at the time he was rushed to the hospital for abdominal pains. But her origin story was much more humble than that. She was a small-town girl from Texas who was raised in Oregon. She had dreams of making it big and being a star with a lavish lifestyle. She entered the adult entertainment industry when she was 18 years old and is famous for really intense scenes. After years of pursuing this dream of elegance, sleeping with princes in Dubai, and living a luxury lifestyle, she crashed. She even filmed her own attempted suicide and posted it on social media. Thankfully, today she's clean, starting back at zero, and she's actually currently working at the first job she ever had, which is in a tanning salon. This documentary is a must-watch and full of stories of individuals that chased the paper and crashed to rock bottom. Although many of us may not have stories this extreme, in some way, we can all relate. What are we chasing, and how does this determination for luxury affect ourselves and our world? Well, an article from Earth.org has a nice quote about it. According to an analysis by Business Insider, fashion production comprises a total of 10% of global carbon emissions. That's as much as the European Union. It dries up water sources and pollutes rivers and streams, while 85% of all textiles go to dumps every year. So even when you don't have commas in your bank account, many people are still trying to keep up with the Kardashians by buying cheap fast fashion items to match trends just so that 85% of them can end up in dumps anyway. Direct quote from an article written by George Monbiot says, Journal of Consumer Research studied 2,500 people for six years. It found a two-way relationship between materialism and loneliness. Materialism fosters social isolation. Isolation fosters materialism. People who are cut off from others attach themselves to possessions. This attachment in turn crowds out relationships end quote. Let's reflect on that. We're making money, spending that money on shit to post, or at least sending pictures in our group chats, creating a sense of envy amongst our communities for what? All to feel accepted? But just like we learned, it's only making us feel more isolated. Although this is a heavy topic, it's most necessary. We have to tap into our awareness and analyze it. Let's pull ourselves out of our bodies for a moment and take a hard look at how we're living because even though it looks pretty on the outside, on the inside, we are suffocating the soul of the planet. So what do we do? How do you go against a current that's the size of an ocean? Well, I guess little by little. Let's sprinkle consciousness into the power of our purchase. Let's support brands that are eco-friendly. Let's buy makeup products that are vegan. Let's thrift shop and not buy into fashion trends. Or if you really wanna have a party, start creating your own clothes. It's always fun to create something unique to you and your style. Because let's be honest, how does being materialistic really make us feel? Okay, well, I'm speaking for myself right now, but I know how it makes me feel. When I was about 23 years old, after being on my first TV show, Are You The One, I was a kid just floating around LA. I happened to be with a fellow cast member at the time and we were shopping in the mall. 
This mall was luxurious, full of Gucci, Prada, Louis Vuitton, fountains, just everything and every luxury brand you could possibly imagine. While we were walking through Chanel, I felt as if I was getting looks from people because I kind of looked like a scrub that day. My hair was in a bun, no makeup, probably had a little hangover, and felt like people around me were kind of judging me, almost as if I didn't belong there. Even though I'm not sure that that was their reality, it was definitely mine. So I had an urge to feel like I belonged there. I pulled one of the assistants to the side and I told her I would like to purchase a bag. And her eyes lit up. And so did my friends, probably for different reasons. But nonetheless, I wanted to feel respected in that store. So I bought a very classic Chanel bag for $5,000. I could feel a little disgust in my body while I was doing it. It was for all the wrong reasons. But at this point, I was in too deep. So when the time came to swipe my card, I could not back out. I would look even worse. I remember trembling when she rang me up, wondering if the card was actually going to work. And then it did. And I was like, shit. She handed me the bag. We walked out of the store and I thought to myself, what did I do? I didn't even discuss my thoughts with my friend because that would have been way too revealing of how insecure I was. I just acted happy and continued my day. But the thing is, I never actually cared about that bag. I only wore it to events when I thought it would make me look more important. I wanted people to see that I had something of value. But the soul behind that purchase was non-existent. I ended up getting nail glue on the inside of it and ruined the leather anyway. And when I did that, I thought to myself, you know what, it serves me right. This leather is the skin of an animal. We've stolen it, mutilated it, made it look desirable, and slapped a $5,000 price tag on it. That Chanel bag is currently at my mom's in a closet somewhere. And I walk around with a new bag that looks like a ball sack. <laughs> if I want to purchase a nice bag, because sometimes I do, but it's not often, I make sure that it aligns with who I am today. It has to be vegan leather and come from an environmentally conscious company. And usually those bags are no more than a couple hundred bucks. We as the consumer have the power to set trends. If everyone adopted a less materialistic mentality, the world would be a healthier place all around. Something else to think about. If we were a culture driven by intrinsic values, which are the values that a thing has in itself, then we would be happier. So just to clarify this, an example of an intrinsic value, if you were to accept a job opportunity because you were interested in the work and learning new things and creating within that field, that's intrinsic value. If you accepted a job because you wanted the job for more money or status or power, that's extrinsic values. Studies show that the more someone is driven by extrinsic values, the more likely they are to become anxious and depressed. So ask yourself, what's your motive? How can you shift your life into focusing on achieving intrinsic values? Alan DeBotten said, we don't actually live in a materialistic world. We live in a world where material accumulation has become the gateway to love and respect. Materialism is a desperate cry for love. The more we become aware of that within ourselves, the more people will see it in themselves. Do you want to be young and poor or old and rich? Well, Jordan Peterson said, young and poor, because you can't buy you. At the end of our lives, we're not going to think about the bags, the cars, the shoes, the watches. We're gonna think about the time that we spent with the people we love. We're gonna wonder if we appreciated our lives enough. We're gonna think about all of the beautiful memories with our loved ones. We're gonna wonder if we left the world a better place than we found it. Today, I encourage you to take a look at the world around you. 
Pay attention to the nature of our spending and take a good look at the people who are living a lifestyle based on extrinsic values. A fun activity to start cultivating a more minimalist mindset is by going through your closet and donating all of the clothes that you haven't worn in over a year. Small steps in the right direction can create new paths. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to it. Your feedback means the world to me. Before I go, I am excited to answer a listener question from the Tory Dealing With Facebook group. Natasha asked, when you and Jordan split, how did you find the strength to survive that relationship? How did you find the clarity to thrive? The simple answer is time because, I mean, it's just the most important thing. But the more in-depth answer is allowing myself to grieve, giving grace to myself when acting out of emotion, like rebounding, taking responsibility for my actions and surrounding myself with people who helped me heal. My life coach stepped up in a big way during that time because I needed someone who wasn't a friend to help me process everything. I highly recommend seeking help from someone if you have the resources to do so. If not, you can always fill up your media with audiobooks and podcasts and things that will help you shift your mindset. Surround yourself with uplifting content. I always enjoy hearing someone give me advice because it sounds like I'm listening to a really wise friend, which feels good. But obviously, this is a short answer for a big question, so I will be sure to do an entire episode on it this season. Every week that I don't have a guest on this podcast, I will answer a listener question. So please submit your questions via the Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes below. And as always, I got to leave you with a song. This week will be All Related by Nessie Gomez. She is incredible. This song is a gentle reminder of how connected you are to everything in nature. That's why we must protect our home. Thank you again for listening. Check out our song. And no matter what happens today, remember how special it is to be alive. Thank you. Mm -hmm.